We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Well, at least as as good as you you could anyway. Uh, It got super hot back here in the Valley of the Sun once again. Uh, I think we broke a record uh, yesterday. Not only is it hot, but it's kind of muggy. Of course, a different muggy than everywhere else. Muggy for us, uh, which just, uh, well, I, I, I'll say this. One of the reasons why I, I don't live in Texas uh, is because, uh, well, it, it's it's not the dry heat, right? It's that it's that muggy heat. You're, you, you're, you're, you're wet, right? You're always wet everywhere. That, it was a wet heat uh, yesterday, but uh, hopefully fall will be just around the corner uh a hurricane coming to Florida. I think, listen, we're going to be lucky on this one. Uh, it's it's, it's going to hit up near the panhandle. It didn't get into, it doesn't appear like it's going to get into the major oil and, and refining areas in the Gulf. But, uh, Jason, it, it's hurricane season, and already uh, gas prices are high already. One of these... Uh, one of these storms takes a wrong turn. Uh, things can get really, really expensive in a hurry. Now, the good news is it won't last. Uh, the bad news is, man, you get uh, some of these major ones, there's a problem. But there was a refinery fire uh, in the third largest refiner, gas refiner in the country and one of their tanks. So they had to shut down the entire, you know, obviously, right? It'll get very flammable to keep it from spreading. Uh, I'm sure that's probably going to be certain part of the country. I don't know who's getting that that gas, if it's the southern states, the eastern states. But someone's going to pay a high price. But it's something to keep our eye on as this one, uh, I think, is going to make landfall on Wednesday. Uh, We've got a lot of economic data this week. The biggest, Jason, will be... GDP, how high is it going to be? I think this will be besides the inflation. So we got a few things before the next Fed meeting. What are the big reports? This is going to be one of them. If this is a big number, and if you take the Atlanta Fed, and I, I don't know how long that will last, but if you take the Atlanta Fed, they're saying GDP above five. That that would that would cement a rate hike, right? Then we got jobs, we got inflation, uh, but but uh, th- these are things that, that that you why you have to have somebody else looking out for your money. We, we it's it's too hard. There's too much data. There's too many. What do I have to pay attention to? Uh, that's why we have uh, my son Joey with us uh, from Northwestern Mutual, right? You talk about not wanting to have your money in the bank. By the way, uh, after. After we finish with Joey, we're going to talk about are the banks 
debanking customers again. So we're going to talk about that coming up. Uh, but Joey, it's going to be an interesting week this week, uh, especially with that GDP number. I know Wall Street thinks it's going to be, you know, somewhere around 2%, but the Fed, uh, at least the Atlanta Fed, says it could be closer to 6 There's a lot of things coming up and looming over with the banks and the GDP protection or analysis and what they're predicting there. But we just want to make sure that, that we're helping people out and put them in a great spot. And I want to come on today and, and just share a story uh, of something that recently happened with, with me and my practice. We actually met with, with a KHNC listener uh, about two years ago. You know, not going to give names or anything like that, but they're a family in their 60s looking to retire soon. And we had a couple of fantastic conversations and really laid out a plan to help them get from point A to point B most efficiently in terms of investments and tax strategies and, and risk management planning. And, you know, we kind of got ghosted. They, they stopped showing up to meetings, and we fast-forward two years later. And they sit down and chat with us for an hour last week. They're like, Joe, we apologize for not getting back to you. We shopped around. We talked with other planners, other wealth management advisors, and they just didn't have the same experience. The grass wasn't greener on the other side. But just by waiting those two years for them to, to come in and, and proceed and move forward with planning with us, you know, we had to make up for it. And, and every year out, especially when we're getting older in our 50s and 60s. It's less time for compound interest. And they thought grass was greener on the other side. They were shopping for lower fees. And to be honest, our fees were competitive with everyone else, if not the same, if not lower. We we move forward with certain things, and, and now we're putting that plan in place. But their biggest regret in, in telling us was we wish we just did this two years ago. You know, they, they expressed the feeling of that we were just uncomfortable, uncertain, didn't know what to do, and we, we've kept up with them. We've kept following up, and they're like, since, since we had the tenacity to reach out every six months, you know, they really felt some trust in us and decided that over their course of conversations with five or six other different planners and advisors that they wish they had just stuck with the first one they talked to. And, yes, we're having to save more month to month because we waited two years. But we're putting our best foot forward now. And and to listeners here that have chatted with us or haven't chatted with us, I I really highly encourage everyone here to to come have that conversation and let's take some action. I, I know what we do is different than most wealth management guys and planners. We're taking the time to figure out what matters to plans in place. So I just want to make sure to share that story that it's never too late to reach back out and move forward with it. We're going to be right back with Joey. Stay with us. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason. Uh, we've got my son Joey with us from Northwestern Mutual. Right? The, the best financial company. That's not a bank. They're not a bank. They're not publicly traded. They actually share 
their profits with their with their customers. Kind of, kind of, it's almost like a, a you know. It's not obviously credit unions are banks, but similar to a credit union in that regard. Anyway, I know every every year I get my I just reinvest uh, the monies that that get shared with me. But Joey, you're talking about fees. It's something that we haven't really talked about, uh, but it, but it's important that that's that's part of doing business. And right then, you got all these companies out there. You know, we don't make money unless you make money. Of course, the problem with those guys, any money you make, they charge you outrageous amounts of fees. And of course, they shouldn't be out there uh, trying to lose your money to begin with. Uh, but but one of the things, and I know you already know this, and your customers are starting to figure this out, is your fees are some of the not only some of the best in the industry, but when you actually look at apples to apples, what you provide is so much greater than than most of the competition out there. It's really uh, not even that fair to compare it, right? You know, yeah, okay, their fees the same as our fee, but we provide you know three, four, five other services that they're not. Yeah, 100%. You, you compare apples to apples, these are probably going to be the same. If not, ours will be better. We'll, we'll make sure that we can compete there. But at the end of the day, you know, we're talking about everything in your life regarding planning, spending down student debt, spending down personal loans, helping you with the state and legal planning, connecting you to CPAs. Like, there's so much more we're doing, chatting with your attorneys and lawyers. Right, we're, we're giving you a full-on financial planning service, acting as the quarterback of everything, making sure that we're on top of all this. And, and to be quite honest, we are probably underpaid for what we are doing for our clients, and that is on purpose. One, to make sure that you remain a client with us forever. We're not transactional. We don't want to do one thing and never talk again. You know, at the end of the day, we want to have a personal relationship with everyone we talk to and chat with. And, yes, we talk about fees. It's pretty basic, just like anyone. If you're working with a planner, you're probably going to want them to get paid as well so that they pay attention to your planning. It, it, it's simple. And, and if we make money, you make money. The more money we make you, the more my team and I will make in return. And it's a symbiotic relationship where we help each other out. And... For, for people that stress about the fees or, oh, I'm just going to do it myself. Well, nine times out of ten, from my experience, we never actually end up doing it ourselves. And, and often it's an excuse for people to, to not proceed or move forward with things for, for whatever reason it is. Maybe it's uncomfortability or the thought of, I will get this done myself. But let us be that person that holds you accountable and get you to take action and put things forward rather than sitting back a year or two years. Because every year we have to invest is a year we're missing out. We want to make sure we can get as much compound interest as possible when you talk about investing in the market and just making sure all of our bases are covered there. And fees are just a part of it. It's what it is with any planner, any wealth management guy. They're going to charge a fee. But if you compare us apples to apples to the service provided, I think you're going to find out that we're doing a lot more of a comprehensive job with, with all of our clients. What, what about the customers out there? You know they're out there. They, they think they've got 
uh, a great uh, ham. No, I've got, I've got, I've got really low fees, and 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 there's no way, you know, Northwestern Mutual. Joey's not going to be able to compete. What do you say to those guys? You don't know what you don't know, right? If you're not willing to to open up and chat and and learn about what we do, then maybe you're not the right fit. At the end of the day. You know, we work with open-minded individuals who really want to plan for their future and, and just see if there's any opportunities. You know, for, for example, last week, you know, a couple of people had money market accounts earning 3%. They thought that was pretty good. Well, what if we can get you 1.7% more with ours? And it was a no-brainer for them. Wow, didn't know that someone had access to that. I also didn't know that I could write a check from that account whenever I wanted and have liquidity they didn't have at their other money market account. I mean, if you have the open-mindedness to come in and hear us out, I think you're going to find that there are a lot of things that we're doing that maybe gets you an extra percent on all of your planning, and that money adds up. You know, 1% could be $10,000 in a given year. It could be 5000 could be 100000 depending on what your investable assets are. But if we want to make our money work harder for us, so we don't have to work as hard when we retire, then we should be having that conversation. You know, the people I find that I help out the most are the ones that have everything figured out because there are ideas and topics that maybe they haven't been exposed to or ways we can just make what you're already saving more efficient. Looking at investments, returns, money markets, your assets you have, are we positioned in the best way possible for retirement from an investment and tax standpoint. A lot of what we do is just repurpose and reposition these assets. It's not even saving more. It's just making your plan more efficient. Yeah, right. Without even contributing any more than what you're already contributing and, and being able, hey, you know what? Just by by doing it a little differently, you're going to get an extra one, two, three percent a year, which is huge. Let me ask you this though: so, so you talked about your money market. Uh, you, you guys are what four point seven percent. At what point does someone say, you know what, I need to take advantage of that? Right? Is it, hey, you know, obviously if you're getting under four, that's a no brainer. But what if they're getting, say, four and a quarter? Is it still worth it? Is is that you know almost fifty basis points? Worth it? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, of course it's still worth it. If you're doing that, that's compounding year over year. You're making extra money. I mean, why leave $1,000 on the table? Do you? I don't want to lose $1,000. I'd be pretty happy to have $1,000 more and buy more gold and silver every year. You know, every dollar counts. And as well as, well, why don't I just put more money with the guy who's going to reach out to me twice a year, four times a year, and have a relationship. That way I don't have to call a bank or a credit union or five other advisors. But my money's located in one spot, which creates, one, less stress for me for you, and, two, a face to your money. You know, we're not a bank. You're not going to be talking to a different banker every day, depending on what day you call. You're going to be talking to me and my team at all times. Let's not leave money on the table. $1,000 is a lot of bread. We want to make sure that we can save that. And that's $1,000, one, that you can use for vacations, two, to put back into your account, whatever it may be. Let's just be more efficient. You know, I tell people all the time, there's three ways I service people. You give me the keys to the car and let me and my team drive it. 
you, you have us sit in the passenger seat and we give you directions, but we just look at your engine and fine-tune it and, and make a tweak or two and, and help send you on your way and, and make sure we reconnect to check in on that engine. Um, there's just so many things we do, and, and, and really it just stems from that first conversation. What matters? You know, you to told me, Joey, Joey, you, you told me the other day that, that you're – your, your biggest success are with people that already have financial planners, financial advisors, because when they call you, you do just like what you said. Hey, it's the same amount of money, whatever you've been putting in, it's the same amount of money, but guess what? I just made you an extra 1, 2, 3, 4% more, and they're like, yeah, no-brainer. But what, what, what the, it's, the one, it's the people that, hey, I've never had a financial advisor. They're the ones that seem to be having a harder time. Yeah, they have a harder time. One is the lack of trust, which I totally understand. I get it. That's why we have conversations to develop that trust and introduce ourselves. But the biggest thing I see is that it's just, you know, maybe it's the fees or maybe it's I'm going to do this myself. I, I think I know what to do now. And what I found out is we never do it ourselves. We really don't. We haven't done it yet. We're in our 50s and 60s, and we still haven't started planning, and we're going to do it tomorrow. You're probably not going to do it on your own. And that's the biggest mistake I see is people are unwilling to partner with a planner for, for, for whatever reason it is, and they end up never moving forward with anything. And we check in every well, it's six the same months. Reason, right? It's probably the same reason why they haven't done it yet. You know, hey, you're already you're in your 50s, you're in your 60s, and you haven't done it yet. You know, uh, chances are that 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 that's just the thing, right? Well, I I haven't done it. I know I need to do it, but uh, fear keeps them from doing it. Yeah, it, it's the fear. And let me tell you what: partnering up with us is going to take a lot of fear and anxiety out of your everyday life, because now you don't have to worry day to day what's going on, we're taking that fear, we're taking that emotion, we're taking the emotion out of your planning. And it's just I just see so much people feel so much more relieved when, when working with us. And the trust has been tremendous. You know, I love getting texts from clients. We're on vacation. They send me a picture of them on vacation because they know at the end of the day, we are putting them in such a great spot. And to people who haven't started yet, for whatever reason, lack of trust, fear of the markets. I, I urge you to reach out to us, walk through our processes, and I can guarantee you that we're going to ease your catches with everything. This is, it's not as complicated as people make it out to be. And we can start slow. We can start as fast as you want. We're going to go at your pace and we're going to establish exactly what you want to target first and get it done. I tell people, maybe it's just we implement one thing every six months. Let's not overcomplicate it. The important thing is we're building up a habit of saving. It doesn't matter the dollar amount. It just matters that we're building a habit, and eventually the dollar amount will follow. Yeah, and you want to trust these guys have been around. You guys have been around a little while. Like I think you told me 176 years uh this is you talk about trust uh that's something you can put your faith in joey i know you got to get going we got to get going tell everybody how they get a hold of you yeah if you haven't reached out to me yet reach me at my personal cell which is 
602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. If I miss your call for whatever reason, I'm probably in another meeting. Just leave me a voicemail or text message, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. And um, happy Monday to everybody. Hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their week. There you have it. Uh, that's my son, Joey, Northwestern Mutual, 602-909-9048. But, Jason, when we get back, uh, I've been on the phone this morning. Jason called me this morning. We were sending emails back and forth, watching videos. Are the banks getting ready to do more debanking, right? Remember uh, all these rules that have been changed. Uh, banks have targeted. We knew. Remember, J.P. Morgan led the charge. Hey, we're getting rid of pawn shop. We're getting rid of the check cashing companies, uh, the payday lenders. Uh, is this making another comeback? And what does this mean for small businesses? And I hate to say it, Jason, but. Uh, the digging that I've done so far, if you're uh, one of those businesses that you need to go to the bank and, and hey, I got to I gotta withdraw large amounts of cash because of the type of business that I do, you're probably, uh, without maybe even knowing it, uh, you're on the list. And I'm going to tell you, everyone, people don't know this. Banks can get rid of you for any reason at any time without any notice and this is something people need to know and what is what is the sign on those businesses say when you walk in you know not so much today but in the years past we reserve the right right that's what the banks are going to be right. telling people we reserve the right picture radio news our show with jason will be right back 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour, right? We know uh, the banks have been struggling here. Uh, it's why we have Joey uh, on. Uh, we, we also uh, are good friends over at Y Refi. You know, you look at the markets today, gold's up a dozen, silver's up. Uh, the Dow's up 180, but everyone's worried about, think about this. And they're hoping GDP isn't that good. right? And, and I, I think, man, anything over 3% would probably be viewed as terrible news. If, you know, it's, it's the exact opposite of what you would think. But this is how broken these markets are. And now we're going to be talking about the banks debanking people. Check out our friends at Y-Refi. Listen, you can get up to 10.25% returns. It's not correlated to the stock market. It doesn't care about the Federal Reserve. It doesn't doesn't matter uh, about interest rates or anything else. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y. R-E-F-Y dot com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, and, and Jason, you know, obviously, why refi? You got to have at least fifty thousand dollars, so it's not for everybody. You can use an existing IRA. Some of you can even use a four hundred one k. But it's something where it, it, it seems like. And again, after we get off the air on Friday, we get the Fed's report. How many banks? We don't know how many banks, but we only know 
are banks borrowing more money in this emergency lending program that they have at the Fed? And Jason, once again, it's it's like a broken record. Every fight up, they borrowed more. Next fight up, they borrowed more. It's a new record, a new record, a new record. Right? And, and, And it isn't ending. The pressure isn't ending. And now we're seeing that some of these banks, especially banks that have been under pressure, these smaller and regional banks, they, they keep losing deposits. That is, listen, the big banks have lost more money in deposits than anybody. They're just bigger. Uh, they can deal with it a little better. But these regional and smaller banks, Jason, they're taking a long, hard look. At, at, at people's accounts, and I'm talking about you business owners out there and making decisions about, you know what, man, you come in here every week and you need $20,000, $30,000, in cash. Uh, we just can't deal with that. Uh, and and you got to remember, some of these banks, you're not just the only guy. Hey, we've got a 1,000 guys that do this. Well, you add that up every single week, and Jason, all of a sudden now these banks are starting to send letters out saying, hey, we no longer want you to bank here. Yeah, and you know, kind of the situation you're setting up is pretty scary because uh, the banks are under pressure. You know, If you're not the biggest banks, they probably don't feel a lot of pressure. They probably feel like, yeah, they can't do it without us. But all the other banks have got to be feeling some stress, and what is the government slash the Fed, the bankers, you know, the decision makers? Well, what it, what are they really good at? Well, they're really good at putting pressure on people, and then and then uh, having the cure to the problem they created. And in this situation, they could say, well, maybe we'll be able to start printing some money and and, and, and giving it to you guys. But here's a list of things we want you to do, and these are the guys you no longer need to be uh, having having commerce with. Can you imagine, Joe, a list? I mean, is that, you know, first of all, is it possible? And I guess with a digital currency, I think it's probable. Yeah, with a digital currency, right, it's even more powerful. It's easier to do these things. But we have a clip. This is a uh, a guy that, that it looks like to me, it looks like to me that he's kind of, uh, I'm not a pawn shop. But I'm in the jewelry business. I sell some gold. I sell some silver, right? Uh, I, I do a mix of these things. I don't call myself a pawn shop, but but uh, Jason, he's a guy that people hey they they bring stuff in jewelry, uh, gold and silver, and he gives them money, right? And then of course he sells it to somebody else, uh, and then gets his money. Uh, he, he, you, you guys, it's, it's radio, so you can't see the video. This guy is freaked out because he just got a letter from his regional bank. Now, unfortunately, I would have named names. He's so freaked out, he didn't even want to name names. But they essentially told him, in 30 days, we're shutting all your accounts down and your credit cards and your line of credit. I mean, these are things for businesses that are a big deal. Yeah, he's yeah, essentially he's, he puts himself out there uh, on uh, he's uh, he has just a small amount of YouTube videos, but he puts himself out there as a jewelry and coin shop. Which and I'm looking at the picture, looks like there's a lot more coins than there is jewelry in this place. <laughs> so I I'm thinking the, the largest amount of business he's doing is gold. But uh, you want me to start this up? And listen to him. Yeah, let's let's listen to him. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Um, 
I haven't made a video in a few weeks. Uh, I've been really, really stressed out. Um, something very unnerving happened to me uh, about three weeks ago. And I'm still not sure why. Uh, but about three weeks ago, wife said I got some certified letters in the mail from my bank. And I'm thinking, what could those be about? Unfortunately, she wasn't home. It was on a weekend. It came on a Saturday. And she wasn't home to get them. So all weekend, I had to stress out about it to see what the heck that's about. I've literally never gotten a certified letter from uh, a, my bank or any bank in my life. But I kind of figured I knew what it was. So Monday morning, I was at the post office to, to pick up the certified letters. And uh, I have six accounts with a certain bank, a regional bank in Ohio. I'm not going to name the bank right now. But uh, they decided they don't want to do business with me anymore. So uh, I'll read some of the letter to you guys. And I, I've heard of this happening before. I just didn't believe that it would happen to me. So, dear customer, we're writing about your account. After a recent review, we have decided to end our relationship with you and close your accounts referenced above. As stated in your account agreement, we can close your account at any time for any reason with or without notice. We will begin our closing process on September 6, 2023. So they gave me basically a month. Uh, and in the letter, it says they're uh, going to close even my credit cards I have with them. Isn't that nice of them? So basically, they're just closing all my accounts. They don't want to do business with me. They won't tell me why. Uh, I went to my local branch, who I have a good relationship with, talked to the manager. She tried to find out. They wouldn't tell her. So here I was, left thinking, wow, what is going on, you know? What do they think? Uh, and let me say this, Joe, as I told you this morning, this guy has a YouTube channel. He gets about 7,000 to 3,000 hits on his videos. This video got 135,000 hits in one day. Yeah, I'm going to tell you uh, what my industry is saying and share some things about what how they classify us. You'll be shocked. I'm not, but you will be. That's coming up next. 800-951-0592. I, I tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to send this over to, to Ramon. We'll have this whole clip uh, up on the website at allamericangold.com tomorrow. Uh, so you can listen to the whole thing. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, you can hear ten the minutes. phone Only going ten off. In the, yeah, the phone's going off in the background. People are ringing the door. It's kind of, kind of funny. But, but, but neither here nor there. Two things that you're going to hear. You can feel the stress and the anxiety for this guy. Uh, and then, of course, the, the worst being, hey, I've got a really good relationship, and I bet he does with his bank because he's a guy that hey, I'm in there a lot. And my guess is, yes, he probably withdraws a lot of money, but he probably deposits a lot of money, right? So the, the, the bank knows who he is. I've got a really good relationship with him. And the branch manager, they told them nothing. Nope, sorry. Just is what it is. No explanation. I mean, for most people, they don't think that that's possible. It absolutely is. They can do whatever the hell they want. You don't. Nobody reads the fine print. You know, you don't open a bank account very often. 
obviously. Most people don't. But you know how it is. You know, and it's all electronic, right? It's like you're at a, a little terminal. Uh, click here, initial there, click, click, click OK, sign here, check this box, right? What you're doing is giving all your rights away. And it's the only way that they'll let you open up. It's not like you cannot do it, right? Cause, oh, you don't want to sign it? Well, then I guess you don't want to have a bank account. But one of the things that the industry has done is uh, without people, you know, people don't know this. So think about Jason and I. We sell gold and silver. That's what we do. We're a precious metals dealer. Somehow, though, in the banking world, they decided to, to have a list of what I'll call unsavory. Right? Who's in the unsavory business? Well, they got pawn shops. We're not a pawn shop. We're nowhere close to a pawn shop. You can't come in here with your power tools or your laptops or what anything like that, right? That no. Heck, we don't even do scrap jewelry. Okay. You have your check cashing places, your payday loan lenders. But guess what else we're we're in with? Strip clubs. What do we have to do with strip clubs? Nothing. Oh, adult boutiques? Right. How are we classified with adult boutiques? But yet, that's where the banks put the the precious metals dealers. And Jason, this is what they use as a... Re- well, you know, we just don't like the unsavory people. And, and, and it's laughable because really what they don't like, let's face it, here's what they don't like. They don't like you taking money out of the system. When you buy gold and silver, you are saying to the system, I'm taking this piece of my money and I'm having it out of the system. That's it. We're not telling you, hey, take all your money, take it all out of the system. No. But you need to have part of it out of the system. Look at what we're talking about now. Banks going under emergency lending programs. We're having emergency lending programs and we're worried that GDP is going to be too high. How does that fit? Right? That, that tells you how, how broken things have really gotten, Jason. But it is interesting how they've decided and that's all they need to do. Tomorrow, while we don't like this business. Tell you what we're going to do. Let's put them in the unsavory category. And now with these regional banks and these smaller banks having deposit issues, my guess is, this this is me guessing, companies that go into the bank regularly and need to withdraw a large amount of cash, they don't like that. Like, we don't do that here. We don't, you know, we, we keep a lot, Jason, we keep a lot of cash on hand so we don't have to do that. But, but, Jason, that's my guess. My guess is for this guy, this bank was like, wait a minute, man, we've got a 1,000 people a month, 1,000 business owners a month coming in taking ten to $50,000 in cash out of our bank. We can't afford to do it. we got to get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, his, his, his situation is, is going to mirror a lot of people's situations of the future. You know, he, he deals in something that – uh, is is directly in competition with the system they're building, the, the system that's in place, and the system they're building, the new the new reset system. You know, anything is money, right? Anything is money. So, 
if they want you to spend their money, then anything you spend that's that's not theirs is a competition, and they they need to have some competition. You know, if this guy were selling rugs, rugs are actually a part of his money. Now they're not a good money versus what what Joe and I are selling for one reason. Uh, if, if he's selling rugs, he needs to have the rug uh, manufacturer send him the rugs and sell them to his customers. Now, what the banks know about gold and silver that they know also about rugs are, well, rugs get sold to a customer, they get trampled on for several years, and then they get thrown away, some of them, or maybe a lot of them. With the gold and silver, once he sells it to his customers, that's flowing around, that's, that's moving around, it's more liquid. Rugs are money, it's, a, it's, an, it's an item that has value, but it, you know, it, it, it deteriorates, it goes away. So there's always girls for strip clubs. There's always marijuana being grown for marijuana shops. These things are a replenishable source. And gold and silver, it moves around. Nobody's going to take the roll of gold or the roll of silver and throw it throw it in the dumpster. It's never gonna, even a banker won't even do that. Even even a smart banker won't do that. You'll throw your rug away, but you're not going to throw your your roll of silver away, Joe. Yeah, a- absolutely. So it's something that. Again, this 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 wave, uh, we saw this during the the first financial crisis. Uh, they changed a bunch of rules, and then uh, all the banks like safety deposit boxes, right? You're no longer to keep cash. You can't keep your gold and silver in these safety deposit boxes. They've changed a lot of these things, and now it makes sense to me. Uh oh, more banking stress. Let's figure out a way to get rid of more accounts that we don't like. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up here on a Monday. And again, we've got GDP later this week. And it's going to be, right, bad news is good news. In other words, if the lower GDP can be, the better uh, unfortunately, Jason, it looks, especially with inflation run, right, it's hard to get low GDP with all of that inflation out there. So we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, today, we've got a couple of good specials, especially if you're looking, hey, I need barterable stuff. I need, I need stuff because I'm worried central bank digital currencies coming. Like the banks are trying to kick people out again. Uh, Five-ounce silver bars. Uh, we have them on sale for $140 uh, for a 5-ounce silver bar. And then a $5 Liberty. These are the old $5 Liberties, 1866 to 1907. You're going you're gonna to save, like I think it's like 20 bucks uh, at 565 So a $5 Gold Liberty at $565. A five ounce silver bar at a hundred and forty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two golds up fourteen dollars nineteen hundred and twenty five silvers up fifteen cents uh twenty four dollars and thirty eight cents jason as as again once again. Uh, people are trying to weigh what's happening here. China uh, trying to stimulate their economy. In, in something very interesting, the Chinese people, Jason, they're savvy. Big gold demand going on in China as that that, that, that it looks like they're going to go through our version of a housing crash. 
Yes, and uh, I'll tell you something. Countries that have less freedoms or even just areas of places that have less freedoms, those people tend to hold on to the freedoms they got very tightly. So as if these citizens have the ability to buy gold, if it's legal for them to do it, uh, with their with their market mess that's happening over there and their property crashing and, and, and the people are losing all of their savings, all of the, all of what freedom they had to build their own futures, they're losing it in a lot of their properties, Joe. And so uh, that that can have a lot of, of – uh, uh, problems for the rest of the world's economy. If if everybody in China, there's there's you know there's over a billion people in that country, you know if, you know several hundred million of them are losing their 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 homes, their properties or investments. Well, then they can't buy and be a part of the system that they are in the world with us in America. It's, it it will have contagion. All these countries, Joe. There's going to be contagion. Everyone can feel it, right? It's it's, it's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready in a major way. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, and again, I think this is, they need it to go this way. If you really think about it. Hey, we can't just get rid of fiat money here and then have uh, have fiat money everywhere else. Really, to have this thing truly work the way they need it to work, it just makes sense that we end fiat money everywhere, right? And, and again, pick the country. The Eurozone, right, which is a bunch of countries, right? They're a mess. Japan, I mean, they've got some of the worst GDP to, to debt in, in the world. Uh, China's having problems. Everybody here, right, we're all waiting, right, for that shoe to drop. And I think this is something where the whole world all at once is going to have that big shoe drop. And then they can say, hey, we're all going digital, right, Jason? That's exactly true. That's exactly true. 800-951-0592. Those $5, those five-ounce silver bars and those $5 liberties, absolute steal. Go ahead and jump out and get them, man.